Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. I am Cool Card, the host of Kicking It With Cool Card. This is episode 144. We are live and direct, y'all. Listen, tonight I had uh, Trina Megason coming on. She's a founder of My Closet Slays Boutique. She um, she had to cancel on me. Uh, she had a family emergency, so the show must go on. Uh, we'll, we'll catch up with her at a later date. Um, yeah, show is going to go on. We're going to do a recap tonight because I, I like nights like this because this gives me the opportunity to pay homage to the people who come on the show and help me do what I do. All right, I'm going to show some highlights of the show I'm going to take you back. I'm about to go back to episode one. We're going to see where I came from, where I started, so you can see the journey. All right? And this also gives you, it also gives me an opportunity to give you a gift. All right? So if you have not seen all my episodes, I got 144, and I know you probably haven't seen all of them. So this will give you some time to sit back and kind of, you know, see what I've done. You don't have to go surfing. You can just see, you know. It's a little medley of what I've done, all right? So, yeah, we're going to jump into it, man. I just want to pay homage to everybody that's come on the show. Uh, and, you know, I'm going to do this from time to time anyway. So even if somebody doesn't cancel, I'm going to do this anyway. So, you know, but what better time to do it than now? Hey, I got a question for you. Did you pray? Did you pray today? Well, if not, I got you because I start every show off with a prayer. So if you are in need of prayer and you feel like you want to join in with me, be my guest, all right? I'm not going to do a little intro because I don't have a guest. I don't have a guest intro today. So we're just going to start this thing off with a prayer. And then we're going to jump into some of the skits, some of the some of the snippets from my past episodes. And we'll, you know, we'll enjoy, all right? Well, let's start this thing off right. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we just thank you for this moment. We thank you for this night. We thank you for this opportunity, Lord Jesus. We just thank you for food clothing, shelter. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, life, love, happiness, the air that we breathe. We just thank you for you. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we're so gracious. We're so grateful, Lord Jesus. We just give you all the victory, all the glory, all the love, all the praise for waking us up this morning, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, and just allowing us this platform. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, to provide value, to get value, to be transparent and be open and have great conversations, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, and bring beautiful people together. Lord Jesus, we just give it all up to you in your name. We pray. Amen. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I hope you guys joined in. If you were in need of prayer, I hope you joined in. Share this with somebody. Share this with somebody. If you notice somebody's in need of some prayer, just a, just, just a little bit of prayer could change a lot of things, y'all. It could change a lot of things, all right? So listen, tonight is going down. It's all about showing love to the people who have graced my platform, came on and was transparent. They gave their, their life story their their business journey, their struggles, their ups, their downs, the smiles, the frowns, and all of that. All right. So, uh, but first and foremost, I want to start off with episode one. I want to show you guys the journey. I talk about that a lot when I'm doing my little inspirational, motivational videos on Instagram. I talk about just sharing the journey, being transparent, showing people what you're going through, just allow them to see the struggle because you know what? A lot of people need to see it because a lot of people are worse off than you. And they feel like they don't have anybody and they feel like they're at rock bottom and they just need to see somebody that's relatable, that's going through something similar to that, you know, that they're going through. And you could just give them a little beacon of hope, a light, and show them that, hey, we're in it together, but we're going to get out of it together too. And just keep God first. But anyway, episode one, this is where, this is like what Jerome used to say when I first learned to chill in my Coupe de Ville. Yeah. 
<laughs> Listen, this was my my first episode. You know, I'm not new to this. I did this a while back in the streets, going to clubs and award shows and stuff like that. But this is my first show on here on this platform, just diving in with people. All right, and uh, yeah, it was it was it was. There was some, there was a learning curve. There was some struggles. All right, if you, and when you see this clip, you're gonna see that the lighting is terrible on me, terrible. But you know what? I didn't wait to start. I didn't wait to start. I'm not waiting. I'm not waiting to get great. I'm gonna get great along the way, and I'm not waiting on nobody. But without further ado, I have my good friend Jake, Jake from Noah to Flip It. Uh, he is a reseller on eBay. He goes out, he gets sneakers, whatever, whatever gems he can spot. He's going to grab it. He's going to resell it. But mainly sneakers, though. Sneakerheads love shoes and they pay for them. All right. So let's get into episode one of Kicking It With Cool Card. I thank y'all for riding with me. And if this is your first time checking me out, I encourage you to subscribe and share the show, man. You know, share it with everybody. Show some love. All right. Who you never know who might need something on one of these episodes. A lot of game, a lot of free game being dropped in these episodes. Seriously. So, without further ado, let's jump into episode one. This is Jake taking it back, talking about reselling and how he has a keen eye to spot that gym and a pile of junk. Let's go, y'all. You're going looking for Jordans, right? And Jordans are the obvious pool, right? You can make money off Jordans. When you first started, how did you get your product knowledge up? Like, how did you know what to look for? Because I'm telling you, I've, I've been to the store with this guy and he can look into a pile of, I'm talking about crap and be like, that's worth $200. And he'll go sell that shit for $200. <laughs> right? Yeah, right. So tell them, like, kind of how did you get your product knowledge up? Uh, be, well, I think once, once I like, once I got back on my own and I was like single and all that, I kind of got back into myself mm-hmm. and kind of, getting into the things I like again. And part of the things I liked that I always wanted was shoes. Cause I, I like love shoes as like a teenager and stuff like that. But like I got started real early when I got married and had kids super, super early as a teenager. So I kind of like st- had to stop focusing on, on myself. And when that, when I got divorced, that's when I started focusing back, back on myself as well. So that's, I kind of started getting back into the shoes and I started kind of watching, uh, YouTube videos on shoe reviews and like, cause, cause I, my budget was very limited. So I was like, what shoes do I want to get? And this and that. So I was kind of going back through all the shoes. And then I started just getting into watching like shoe tube video, like a shoe tuber videos. And before I knew it, like every Jordan, like the last 10 years, it's like, I knew the name of it. You know, I knew the value of it. So it was basically a lot from just kind of watching YouTube, to be honest with you and following and then doing research on uh, comps when I started reselling again. But the way I really did it was like I was looking for shoes for myself at a, at a Plato's and there was a pair of shoes. that was like a half size too small for me. And I was like, damn, man, I wish it was my size. Like it hurts my feet. And I left them. And then something like clicked. And I was like, I should have sold those. You know, you know what I mean? They were like $25. I could have like because I was trying to buy a pair and I saw a pair. And the ones on online were like 150. I couldn't find a pair for under 150, and I was staring oh, at a si- wow. one that was a half size too small for like 25 or 30 dollars. You know, right? So then I was like, "Damn, I should have just sold it." And that's kind of right that's then and there. That's when I started too. getting into. Yeah. So, 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 what would you say are like some of the key uh, skill sets or tools that that one would need to really be successful at it? Because 
you know, I've 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 sold eBay before, and I know how I can get. Like you can get a bunch of junk, and it just sits there, you know. And especially, especially here's a trap. Especially if you buy from Goodwill or Play-Dohs, there's no refund policy, so you mm-hmm. can't take it back. So now you're sitting right. there stuck with a pile of junk that you can't sell. So what type of skill set or, or tools that you need to say that that you would say to be successful at doing it, other than just product knowledge and all that, you know? I mean, but I, honestly, it, anybody can really do it. It's just about expand, like, but it is about expanding your knowledge base and knowing how to do research. Like, the, I mean, like, honestly, anybody can find out like the value of a shoe immediately, right. especially a Nike or Jordan. There's a code inside. You right. could just yeah. go, you could go, you could just type that into eBay or Google it, get the name of the shoe, and go into the sold listings. You know, and what I'll usually do is you sort sort from highest to lowest as well okay so you can see like the max that she will go right i mean don't don't even don't even be just like just looking cares about the latest sales in my opinion i want to see like the most that she could have went for you know so that gives me an idea of how high people are willing to pay and then you kind of go through that now for you so you're not you're not full-time yet right no. Do you plan to go full time? Because I know you make good. Like you've told me some numbers before, and I don't know if you care to share that. Because you know, one man should be in another man's pocket. <laughs> you've told me numbers, so I know. But I'm saying you make good with it. So, do you plan to go full time? Uh, I mean, go ahead. If if I mean if it worked out, I mean the YouTube would have to pick up with it and all that. Right. Because to be honest, I mean people can make a lot of money reselling and if you follow instagram there's a lot of there's a lot of young young dudes too uh yeah. making good money you know, like six yeah. figures but it's the tw- it's a 24 hour 24 hour a day job you know right i mean because you got to constantly be finding products you got to be listing it you got to be shipping it you got to print your labels you got to take it to the post office right. i mean look on instagram look at everybody's pictures they're sitting at the post office with like 70 boxes <laughs> who right. do you think who do you think packed them and then took them all to the post office and dropped them off? You know, not right, their right. secretary. You know, they did it. So it, you can make a lot of money, but it's how hard are you willing to work? There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That was the official inaugural episode of Kicking It With Cool Card. I'm, a, I'm 144 episodes in, and that was episode one with Jake from Noah to Flip It. Came in the gate dropping gems. If you want a side hustle, go resell some sneakers. You can go to Play-Dohs. You can go to Goodwill. They got them for you. It's all in there. Jordan's the whole nine. Go resell them on eBay. Make a couple hundred bucks off spending about 50, 60 bucks. All right? So listen, moving right along, moving right along, I have my next guest. I believe this was, we can go in chronological order. What are we going to do? So I have my next guest uh, from episode nine, Will Roundtree from We Management. He is a credit specialist and a real estate investor. He's just a, he's a serial entrepreneur to say the least. Uh, but this, he came on, this, that episode, it was great because he came on and he was just like really breaking down a game of like FICO versus your regular uh, credit score. Uh, just basically investing in yourself, getting mentorship because you don't know what you need to know half of the time. And if you get it from a bunch of sources, you're confused, right? So pay the money, get some mentorship, invest in yourself, get the knowledge that you need to level up. All right, so this is Will Roundtree from episode nine, We Management. 
you better listen if you didn't check this episode you might want to go back and check out this episode because he dropped a lot of financial game that can help you level up this is free game y'all he's not asking for anything free game check this brother out will roundtree let's go y'all let's talk about fico score and your credit score what's the difference yes that because a lot of people do not know the difference between that i, I talk to people and they're like what's, what's that Correct. So FICO score is made. It's merely an algorithm of what calculates your score. And then they have different FICO scoring models. And so the FICO scoring model is the most commonly used by lenders. Now, your credit score is something you can just go and pull. Now, typically, unless you're going to myfico.com and paying to get your actual FICO score, everything else is what we call a FICO score. It's within reason of what your actual FICO score is. Now, Another thing is that they have different scoring models based upon whatever it is you're trying to get approved for. So your FICO score to buy a mortgage is completely different than your FICO score to buy an automobile, mm. completely different for your FICO score to be approved for a credit card. And so when you go to myfico.com, it will actually it will actually give you all three of those okay. scoring models. But it does. It, it's an investment. And so sometimes I send people there and like, yeah, it's going to cost you forty nine bucks. And they're complaining. First thing I ask them is how much is your direct TV bill? Right. If your direct TV bill is two hundred and fifty dollars, <laughs> you know what you need to your priorities need to change. Right. <laughs> you know, so just understanding it's all an investment, but that's really the difference. It's it's an algorithm that the banks or the lenders are using to see if one is credit worthy. And see, I did not know that because I know that I've gotten my FICO score a couple of times and it was different. And I'm like, right. wait, I thought it was this, and you're telling me it's higher. So I did not know that it was different FICO scores for, you know, mortgage lending, cars. Yeah. Wow. Taught me some. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. And let's get into your programs. So can you kind of give a quick overview about easy funding? And uh, we spoke on your credit. Let's call it credit uh, restoration, not repair, Right. right? Right. Talk about easy funding, because I know that that's helped a lot of people, man. Like, oh, man, especially people who want to get into like entrepreneurship. Definitely. Let's talk about that. Absolutely. So essentially, it's just a creative financing strategy. One may ask, what does that mean? So most people don't understand when you're a new business. The first thing they say, hey, I want to go to the bank and get a small business loan. Mm-hmm. And I tell people no bank will give you a small business loan. And they say, I don't believe that. I'm saying, okay, okay, go and try it. (laughs) You have a better chance of winning the lottery. Right. And that is because banks, they, banks do everything based off of statistics. And what that means is, is that they know statistically 89% of businesses fail within the first one to two years. So why would me as a bank give you tens of thousands of dollars? And I know statistically you are going to fail. Right. And so, The easy funding program that we offer is more of a creative financing strategy or creative funding strategy or creative capital strategy. So what does that mean? That means that we show people how to get revolving credit. They may say, well, what's the difference? Well, when you're trying to get a small business loan, it's a lot of red tape, a lot of paperwork, a lot of documents. They need financials, tax returns, profit and loss statement, and they want you to be in business a certain amount of time. When you're going and using our easy funding platform by by leveraging uh, creative finance, creative financing, a couple of different things a lot of people may not know. When you're trying to get revolving credit or revolving capital, 
the first thing is, is that you don't have to have any collateral. A lot of people don't know that. Mm. The reason that's so powerful is, is that typically your business is your collateral. And if you're not in business at least two years, your company has zero value. But when you're going after revolving credit because you don't have to have any collateral, you can be open one day and go to the bank and apply for a credit card under your company. So that's one of the benefits. Okay. Secondly, little to no documentation. What does that mean? That means I can go to the bank and I don't necessarily have to show my proof of income if the bank doesn't require it versus if I try to go and get a business loan. I need to be able to show proof of income. Well, I'm a new business. I don't have any income. So that's another benefit of it. And then it's non-discretionary. What what does that mean? So when you if you try to go get a business loan, you have to show discretion of what the funds are being used for. So if you're saying it's for this building, you can only use it for that building. Whereas through our easy funding and we're going after creative financing, it's non-discretionary, meaning I can use it for whatever. And there you have it. Episode nine, Will Roundtree dropping gems. This guy has a great masterclass called REI 90 Real Estate Investing 90. You guys might want to check that out. Matter of fact, I'm going to put all his links in the in the, uh, in the description. Everybody that I'm showing tonight, I'm going to put all their links in the description. You can go check them out because they're, they're still doing great things. They, they came on the show and they're, they're still thriving. All right. But uh, Will, he, doesn't ha- he definitely has a masterclass worth the money. A lot of masterclasses are not worth the money. Will's, I can attest, his is worth the money. Definitely check him out, man. A good brother, good positive brother. He's doing great things. Um, yeah, thriving, man, thriving. So definitely check out Will, all right? And w- listen, hey, I know y'all ch- <laughs> I know y'all checked out the quality of that lighting. It got better from the first episode, right? It did get a little better. See, I, I was growing. I was growing, but, I, you know, it was a struggle with that lighting at, and lighting at first. But like I said, I'm showing you the journey. I had to do it. You know, I had to get better as, as I went along. You, you know, you grow as you go. That's that's my motto. Grow as you go. I'm not standing still for no one. All right. So uh, moving on. Episode 12. I had like Paul. He's a youth care minister. Uh, I, I don't know if he's a minister yet, but I know he's a leader. He is a youth leader, a youth community leader. He, he uh, goes in. He lifts these kids up in the communities, even adults, you know, anybody who just needs a good word. He's heavy into the church. Um, he's here to he's here to tell a story. And I'm going to play, play a snippet of him telling this story of how he got started and what drove him in that path and in that direction, because he's also a gospel hip hop artist and uh, stellar, uh, nom- you know, stellar nominated. If you know anything about the Stellar Awards, that's a big gospel award show. So he was stellar nominated. Uh he, yeah, he was heavy in it, man. And uh, he's still doing his thing. So I'm going to let him tell you what he's all about. But y'all check him out. Real good brother. Came on the show, man. Really, and he has a book, too. He has a book out. So I'll put all the links down in the description. So if you care to go and support these individuals, be my guest. It would be, um, yeah, it'd be a good deed. It'd be, it'd be a really good deed, and I highly suggest it. Let's move on. Episode 12, I thank y'all for rocking with me. Thank y'all for kicking it with me. Let's keep on kicking it, y'all. I lost my mother in high school. I went through a lot of uh, unfortunate uh, situations. I lived with uh, several different family members, you know what I mean? Uh, Friends of the family, stuff like that. Uh, Stayed in multiple homes, just doing whatever I could do to survive. Um, Mm -hmm. I had 
support from family and friends and things of that nature. Uh, but during that time, man, I, I, you know, I experienced a lot of negative things that caused me to uh, have a negative outlook on life. And um, to the point of, of being suicidal, um, I, I went a lot of years being suicidal. Um, I never made the attempt to do it, but it was a, a, a thing that was consistently uh, on my mind because I just didn't feel like my life mattered much. I didn't feel like, um, you know, I just didn't feel a lot of a lot of self-worth. Uh, but anyway, man, you know, just playing sports and things of that nature, having uh, the support of, like I said, family, friends, things of that nature, I was able to push past that. I got the opportunity to uh, come to Birmingham, Alabama, where I currently stay, um, to go to Miles College. Um, and I went there to play football, I played football, I played basketball, I ran track. Uh, sung in the choir, did a multitude of things, you know. And um, during that time, I was able to meet a lot of different people uh, that had positive um, impacts on my life. And uh, I was able to make some decisions, some positive decisions in my life, which uh, turned my life totally around. And in the process of that, I ended up realizing that I had a, a talent as far as with music. And I uh, started doing rap and I uh, was full-fledged into it, man. And um, I got several opportunities that um, got me the ability to get a lot of recognition, things of that nature. Um, I ran into a lot of bumps in the road as far as with that industry stuff. Um, but at the same time, I was able to use it uh, to get a platform to provide uh, positive imagery uh, to urban inner city children. And I seen um, the, the need uh, that it was to, to bring some positive imagery you know, to see a, a, a positive black man uh, doing something positive, you know, and that that was my main goal, my main objective with doing it. And um, in the process of doing that, you know, I, I decided, hey, look, you know, I want to kind of pull back and just uh, make make my focal point um, the community, uh, especially our youth and young adults. And so just getting opportunity after opportunity, you know, in the school system, um, you know, at churches. Um, uh, whatever you you know, whatever you got, there was something to do with youth. I was involved with it, you know what I mean, and constantly did that. I uh, just wanted to make a difference, you know. And so here we are today. Uh, I'm married. I got three beautiful children. Um, me and my wife, we're doing. Uh, we we actually have a business together called Diplomats in Training. Okay. And uh, with Diplomats in Training, what we do is we we do mentoring. Uh, but we have a focal point on helping teachers, coaches, and leaders on how to more effectively communicate with urban inner city children. So uh, that's being a nutshell. Yeah, that's key, man. But let me ask you this. What made you, because, you know, when you have a desire to do music, most people are going to go into the secular sector of hip hop. Yeah. What made you, or did you start that way? And then if you did, what made you say, you know what, I think I want to start doing gospel rap. And then, you know, that catapulted you off into doing all types of things, ended up at the Stella Awards, being nominated. You know what I mean? Like, what made you want to do, or did it just happen, like, naturally getting over into the, the gospel realm of it? Well, whenever I got involved with, you know, church and the Bible and stuff like that, or whatever the case may be, I wasn't doing music. I wasn't rapping or anything like that. Okay. So whenever, whenever it came into my heart to start writing writing rhymes, you know what I'm saying? I was only writing about what I knew about, you feel me? What I was doing, Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I wasn't, I wasn't even doing it, man, trying to quote unquote get on. Yeah. I was 
was actually doing it because, you know, I realized that church was like boring to, you know, to people. And I wanted to make church be, I wanted to make living for God look dope. You know what I'm saying? And so you got to connect, these, you got to connect with the youth a different way. You know, just sitting up there yeah. preaching ain't going to get it for them. You know, especially nah. this generation. Um, nah. They're so drawn into the secular music and to just urban, the urban world or the urban life or the urban culture, period. So why not make it appeal that way, but just with a right. message about God and empowerment and loving yourself and loving others. And you know what I mean? So I get it. Yes, Lord. Brothers doing great things in the community is still out there pushing, uh, saving lives, really saving lives. That's all. That's, that's the only way I can put it. Saving lives. Cause you got to start at the root, the bottom, the youth, man. And he's going into neighborhoods into just crazy areas and environments and being himself and loving on folks and receiving the love back. Actually, you know, um, he talked about, I know not, not in that snippet, he didn't talk about it, but he did talk about it in the interview of how, you know, just going in there, going into environments and just loving people for who they are and how they are, where they are. You know what I mean? Even if they are in a bad situation or a bad state of mind, he looks past that. He's not judging them. He just loves on them, you know, because where they are is where they are, but they still need love too. They don't even, sometimes they don't even know they need love. You know what I mean? So when they feel that love and they see a person that comes in non-judgmental, they're receptive to it, you know, and they're not looking to do harm, not looking to rob you, not looking to do anything. You know what I mean? They welcome you with open arms and an open heart and uh, open ears too. So yeah, man, good brother. Make sure you check him out. Got the link down in the description. All right. So um, moving on, man. I'm telling you, I've had some great people on here. Y'all really got to catch up. Y'all really got to catch up. There's 144 episodes. I know you probably can't watch all of them, but you got to catch up. There's something for every one, I do this for you and I can't do it without you. And I mean that. I mean what I say. Next, next, next. I got Gloria Ryan from episode 24. Gloria Ryan, she is uh, actually a, a good friend of mine. We go way back, way back to my New York City days. She's been doing music for a long time and she finally, finally has had a breakthrough. Now, she's has her success. She's been on tour with the best of them, Rihanna. Everybody, you know, she's she's been doing her thing. Um, so it's been a long journey, but now she's she's finally getting her just due. Um, she signed with Walker Entertainment and Sony, so she has a new song out. Um, all go all goes down. Let me hold on, make sure all go down. Yeah, all go down. She has a new song out. All go down on all streaming platforms. Make sure you check it out. Her name, I call her Gloria Ryan because that's how I know her. But she recently changed her name to G L. I think, let me see, he'll make sure it's G-L-R-Y-A. So still Gloria, but make sure you check her out. Let's jump into it, man, and see what, you know, just show us some love. Let's go. Episode 24 came a long way. When I went, when I started going, that's when I met like Ray Chu. Mm -hmm. He was a musical director for mm -hmm. Ashford Simpson. Yeah. And, uh, Apollo, for, Apollo for many years, right? Yep, I actually yep. um, sang background for Ashton and Simpson, and um, he oh, was wow. a musical director. And then he ended up putting me on other um, with other artists. So because of him, I worked with the Rihanna's, the Jennifer Hudson's. Uh, okay, that's when you start going on tour with all the people. 
that's when I started going on tour. But before that, you know, it was just, I would go to the sugar bar every Thursday. Like that, that was my spot, you know, and sometimes I would show up at the, um, the village underground. Yeah. Um, or groove, but really like the sugar bar was like, became like my home. I mean, yeah. they, they became like family. Yeah. And, um, yeah, man, like you, that open mic, like, you know, Freddie Jackson will be up in there. Oh, wow. I mean, you just never know who was going to pop up. So. Yeah, like you had a residency, a residency there. I did. Yeah. I did. I would, I would do my annual birthday show there. Um, and it would be packed and, you know, put my little show together, sell my little CDs, my EP that I had. Um, you know, it was a great way of great learning curve there. I learned a lot. I mean, from watching like Ashford and Simpson yeah. and how they treated, you know, the, the tour manager and how they toured. And, you know, I was, you know, a baby. I was like the youngest person on the tour at, at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just watching them and how they worked and it was so, they were so professional and, um, it, it was just like, I felt like I, that was my schooling, you know? Yeah. Yeah. On the job training. On the job training. But, but they, they weren't my first gig. The first gig I had was in Chicago with Danny Boy. Remember Danny Boy? Yeah. Yeah, I remember I Danny Boy. At you. I ain't mad at you. Yeah, I remember Danny Boy. Yeah. Danny Boy was, lives in Las Vegas now. Yes, he is. He opened a restaurant in Las Vegas. Yeah, like a pizza joint, right? Uh, I, think it's, I think it is. Pizza, like pizza American, something. Yeah. Yeah. Cause my homeboy, he goes over there. I think he knows him actually. He, he's always over there, and he yeah. uh, he told me he was out there. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my first like professional <laughs> touring gig in Chicago, and um, I was in college. You know, was it was that that was crazy. I was such <laughs> a baby, and yeah. he actually put me in put me together with other two two other ladies, and we formed a group called Pure Mahogany. Okay. Um, or you know the two other ladies, um, they knew each other, you know Casey and Kiana, and then I just came in and I just joined with them and it started like doing talent shows and around Chicago. It was winning. It was winning, child. Was winning. <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. So, so that I was, was gonna, I was gonna ask you too. Um, do you ever get back to Chicago much to perform? Kind of like run, run the circuit for like a week no. or two. No, um, I haven't been back to Chicago. The last time was maybe about three years. I went, I did a tour with um, Red Rooster in Harlem, released the book. Um, Marcus Samuelson, the chef of Red Rooster, um, mm. he's an international chef, but um, he his brand is Red Rooster Harlem. He has several different restaurants, and he actually released the book about Red Roosters, the Red Rooster cookbook. Okay. And actually included stories and pictures and of all of us that are part of the Red Rooster um, performing family so he included um as soon as you open the book you see i'm like right in the middle bam mm-hmm. with, and with, my, with my husband's band uh, which is the rocking walker project okay and, but so yeah he, he took us we, we did a book tour and we were promoting it in macy's and just um we did about two or three venues um around chicago so that was about the last time and how long ago was that that must have been let me see you know what? That was actually four years ago. Mm, okay. But I, I did go back one time after that to perform one other time. How is the scene in Chicago? Like, is there is a lot of opportunities? Like, like in New York, I know you said you have you you're bouncing from club to 
club each other, you know, every other night or whatever, and you you're there consistently. Are there opportunities like that in Chicago right now? Do you know? Yeah, yeah. there are definitely. Chicago has its own scene. I mean, just like you know, it's just different. Um, I don't really know the scene like that. I mean, I do keep up with, with some of my like Chicago promoters and friends that are um, on Instagram and mm-hmm. I see what they're doing. And, um, you know, it's just, I think, different. Um, th- but the money in the, the work is in New York or LA. Right. Yes. Gloria. Gloria. I know her as Gloria Ryan. You guys will know her as Gloria Make sure you check her song out. All go down. Go streaming on all platforms right now. The link is in the description. Go stream her music. Check her out. Show her some love. She has come a long way. She has come a long way. I've seen it. She's come a long way. So make sure you check her out. Listen, beautiful voice. Very strong. Very soulful. Very rich. Just solid. Just a solid artist. Solid solid performer. Uh, Love her music, man. And, um... Yeah, very proud, very proud for her, very happy for her. She's getting her just due. Um, hey, man, never give up. <laughs> never give up. Never give up. You never know when it's coming. You never know when it's coming. You might feel like it, it, it's it's running thin. Water runs dry. It's not going to happen. It, it can happen. It can still happen. So just never give up. Never give up on your dreams. Die trying. And that and that's real. That's like the realest statement ever just die trying you know what i'm saying you don't have to stand still and sit in one spot dying trying you know live your life have a, have a life outside of that but die trying for your dreams for your goals <laughs> seriously die trying because it can happen at any moment it doesn't matter when god says it's time it's time and it doesn't matter the age we the people put age limits on certain things and when people should stop doing this and shouldn't be doing that but when God says it's time, it doesn't matter. For real. It doesn't matter. All right, enough about that. I'm tired of preaching. <laughs> but listen, thank y'all for rocking with me. Thank y'all for sticking sticking with me. I got one more. I want to flash back because this brother, this brother right here, man, never met a person like him. Never met a person like him. You probably haven't either. Maybe you have, but a lot of us probably haven't. Never met a brother like this guy, Anthony Wright. He was incarcerated, wrongfully incarcerated for 25 years. 25 years. And was exonerated with the help of uh, a group of lawyers. I think a non-profit group of lawyers. And they exonerated him. Got him free. He, he He's free now. So if you ever feel like you, you can't move, you locked down, you, in a, you got a dead end, you have no idea. You're just in a rut. You're just in a rut. It's not over. This brother was locked down 25 years and he's out and he's, he's, he's doing nonprofits. He's speaking engagements. He has a book. Just, yeah, I had to get, I had to give him, I had to give him this light, like, I just had to revisit this because 25 years lockdown, man, you have no idea. I have no idea. I don't want to know that idea. It, it, it's rough. But anyway, I had the pleasure of interviewing this brother. It was a pleasure. It was an honor that he would even sit down with me to tell his story and be transparent and open like he was. 
it just, man, it just blew me away. Because you just, you can't even fathom that. One year is too long. Three months in, in, a, in any type of jail confinement is too long. Especially when you're wrongfully convicted 25 years. Anthony Wright, ladies and gentlemen, from episode 73. Let's check him out. And we'll come back and we'll wrap this thing up. I appreciate you guys sticking with me. Thank you for kicking it with your boy, Cool Card. Let's go. And and that, that's where a lot of my strength, a lot of my strength came from, man. You know, it was the hardest thing I ever had to endure. You know, being incarcerated for a crime I didn't commit. And, and, and you know, this didn't happen for a month, for a day, for a year, two years, three years. This happened for 25 years. That's a long time. That's a and, long time, man. And, and and so many days, man, I wanted to get up and quit, man. And and, and my mother face a pop in my mind, man. Yeah, you know I mean, you know, uh, uh, I felt like, you know, I, it would have been a disservice to her, disservice to my son. And not only that, I'm the 344 person to be wrongfully convicted of a crime that it did not commit. I'm the 344 person. And 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 that was just a little over four years ago. Right. Uh, uh, at the time of my acquittal, exoneration, and release from prison. That number now is way over 500. And I felt like it would have been a disservice to all the men and women that was in the same position as I and and, 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 and never made it. Yeah. And never made it. You know, you know, we, you know, I still so much hope in so many people that's still behind the wall. Even the men that committed a crime, you know, you know, I still so much hope in them. And, 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 you know, my message every day, especially to the younger people, the younger kids out in the world, you don't necessarily have to be, you don't necessarily, I'm sorry, you don't necessarily have to be in prison to always believe in yourself and never give up. Always yeah. believe in, in yourself. That's my message, you know, each and every day. That's my mission. That's my aim. You know what I mean? You Absolutely. know, to never give up. You know what I mean? Yeah. When, you're going, when you're going through something, it can seem like a lifetime. But when you come out on that other side, man, it, it you know, it's so victorious and you're overjoyed and, and God just takes over the whole situation to where it's like you never, you know, you don't forget it. But it's like it never even happened now because you're moving on. You know what I'm saying? Man, Put one foot in the, front of the other, and, and you're moving on. Yeah. But it's the there, best. Yeah. It, it, it's the best. Yeah. Yeah. It's the best. It's the best feeling in the world, man. And 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 and, and you said it, man. The victory is God's, man. You know, that's all His, man. I'm a vessel of His, and 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 you know, you know, He can use me any way He chose. And I hope, you know, what happened to me don't go in vain and i mean right. when i say say that i mean i hope you know i went through that you know what i mean uh 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 because somebody else you know what i mean wasn't strong as me able to go through that and he chose me yes. for whatever reason for whatever reason uh you know that 25 years today it don't consume one minute one second one hour of my life yeah unless i'm talking about it man I'm alive. I'm healthy. Yep. Uh, I'm back with my family. I'm good, man. My yep. life is great. My life is Absolutely. great. Man. And you can look at it this way too. Your 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 situation it can be a beacon and a light for others who are going through the same or similar situation, and it could be 
a, a, a engine for change within that criminal justice system, you know, because at some point, but you know, it's the numbers, they're going to start adding up and it has to stop. It has to stop, man. Like when does it stop? So it's like with, with you getting out and you beating it and, 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 and God just being the glory, like it has to, it's like one chip off that block, you know, and then there's another chip and somebody else gets exonerated. You know what I mean? Like you, you're being effective in so many ways. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, man, it's amazing, brother. As, you know, you know that, that's why I do this. That's why I do these type of engagement. And it's crazy. The first time I met my senior staff, one of my senior staff attorneys from the Innocence Project, you know, first time she ever physically came and saw me, she said, listen, we're going to bring you home. We, you, you coming home, you gonna, we're going to bring you home. You know, when, you, when you're in that situation, you hope the inevitable don't happen uh, uh, to you two times. Meaning, you know, uh, I was sentenced to life. Yeah, you know I mean, that means the only way I was going to come out of there is in a box if I was dead. Right. And 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 my case, my case was a capital case. I just missed the death penalty by two votes. In order for you to get death, everybody had to say yes one way. Right. And two people... And two people held out and said no, so it made my sentence automatically go to a life sentence. Yeah, man, that's a hell of a story. Hell of a story. If you guys want to know more about Anthony Wright, definitely check his book out. He has a book out right now. Um, I'm gonna leave all the links below. That story right there is just, man, it's amazing what he what he's doing now though. It's really amazing how that brother withstood all that. His mother passed away while he was in prison. It's hard, man. Difficult to deal with, but just uh man, yeah. It's an honor. It's an honor to have uh done that interview, really, and to hear his story, man. Such a such a motivated and inspirational story. And just to really get an inside look on what it is to, you know, be in that type of situation and just where your mind goes. You know, we talk about all that. So y'all make sure y'all check out the episode. It's episode 73. It's on replay right now. You can go check out the whole entire episode. Very good episode. Um, like all my episodes. <laughs> but a very good uh, episode if you want to know more about that, have an interest in that. He is definitely transparent and doesn't hold back. So, yeah. Hey, y'all. Thank y'all for rocking with me. Like I said, this is a recap show. I wanted to just highlight it. A couple people that came on the show, like all my interviews are great. Everybody that comes on, man, they're, they are great in their own right and they're doing phenomenal things. Uh, I just want to take time out to highlight them. Um, and tonight I got the opportunity because I had a cancellation. So, and we're going to get back to Trina. Trina Megason, I got you. Um, hope all is well, you know. But yeah, we'll get back to her. But this does give me an opportunity to kind of highlight some people that have come on the show that helped me do what I do and, you know, just come on and help you guys do what you want to do. Really, because that's what it's for. So, and then it also gives you um, a chance to catch up. You know what I mean? Catch up, check up, check up some of the episodes. You know, you know, I do it for you. I can't do it without you. Like I always say. So, you know, if you know, if you if it takes me to do this to assist you to watch a couple episodes, you know, I'll do that for you. (laughs) I'll do that for you. But no, man, really, peace and love. Thank you guys for tuning in. Anybody watching this on the replay. Thank you. Just thank you for clicking on my show and hope you share it. Hope you like it. Hope you subscribe and tell a friend to tell a friend about your boy to come over and kick it with cool card again. 
Really? All right. Thank y'all so much. Every Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'm right here kicking it with somebody. Somebody, if nobody, myself. And we still going to kick it. All right. I appreciate you guys, man. Peace and love. I'm out of here. I'm not going to take up too much of your time. We out, man. Love y'all. Let's go.